Hey everybody, just want to start today's podcast by saying thanks. Everybody's been doing their best. I've got a few emails coming through, um, tweets, Instagram messages, lots of really positive things coming in. And like, I, I really appreciate that. A lot of people are sort of saying, keep keep it up, um, keep doing your podcast, etc. And, and look, this is something that I definitely plan to keep doing i'm i'm sort of falling into i'm just in the gym here so apologies if sometimes i get a bit distracted um what i've found by doing the podcast is that it essentially makes me think think more about what i should be telling you guys to do that might improve things but in doing so it makes me possibly do a little bit more myself because i can't stress the importance of prehab rehab gym and not think about it myself and not do it myself because then I'd be being a bit of a hypocrite and why would it work for you guys but not work for me so that's what I'm trying to say is look these will keep going because they're also helping me hopefully it's helping you guys but it's also helping me so thanks very much for the I think I've had one not even negative response but one probably a little bit of feedback to say sometimes I go back and forward a little bit and obviously I don't plan these at all and I don't even plan when I'm interviewing people I I plan to interview somebody and then when I'm out on a run I have a little think about the kind of questions I could ask that person and how that might help everybody but as I say there's not a lot of written planning going on here at all so just bear with me if I go back and forward a little bit or if I've kind of contradicted myself, feel very free to get in touch and tell me that I've contradicted myself. And for example, one contradiction was, I think I might've mentioned that um, I'm not a big fan of cross training. And then all of a sudden I rambled about how cross training can be beneficial. But what I meant by that was if you're hurt and you're looking to cross train to maintain fitness i think if your injury is a pretty small injury that's fine but if it's a pretty long-term injury you guys heard what butchie was sort of suggesting that sometimes you don't want the body to come back far too fit and then it physically won't be able to keep up because you haven't done physical um the word would be like it's like the pounding so you might have done elliptical you might have done spin bike but if you haven't been actually running your body won't be used to the pounding. And so you can end up getting hurt again pretty quick. Um, in terms of cross-training for supplementing training when you're not hurt, brilliant idea. Um, so if there is any contradictions, do drop me a message. I'm all good with that. I'm trying not to, I'm already rambling and talking, but I've just had to upgrade my, well, I'm going to have to upgrade my podcast membership. I, I think it's about $28 a month, but I've already talked for three hours apparently this month. The next package is six hours and the quotation is this person talks too much. So I thought that was quite funny. Um, <clears throat> so look, today we are a week out from Houston Marathon, um, maybe eight days. It's Sunday, Sunday 20th, I believe, next Sunday. That's all that's important. Um, and so today I'm actually doing a light gym session that is purely activation type stuff. And I walked through some crab walks there. 
Now I'm doing a couple of squats with a TheraBand focusing on technique. I'm not going to be doing any heavy lifting whatsoever, but I'm still, I mean, I taper quite a lot of things down because I think the taper for me is more about getting rid of any little niggles that might have been bothering me, whether I know about them or not. I think that's quite an important point. So you could have a niggle that you don't even know about that you don't want creeping up at mile 21. So sometimes tapering a little bit more than you normally would is a good idea just to kind of get rid of anything that might be going on. But I kind of want to go through a couple of things I'll do. I, I tweeted before London Marathon. One of the real fuck-ups in my career was Dublin Marathon. And in Dublin Marathon, I had an amazing plan to sit with the Irish guys for... Essentially, I went into Dublin Marathon, and if I broke 218 and came first Irish person, I gained automatic selection for European champs. So there was, there was a lot of reasons for me to run with the Irish guys. Um, go, I think, I think my max potential that day would have been like 217.15, right? Pretty hilly course. I was nowhere near as fit as I am now. And my max potential might have been 217.15. So I decided uh, the best plan was to run with the Irish guys for 18 to 20 miles. And then if I could finish a bit quicker and win the national title, run sub 218, that would have gained auto selection for the European champs and everything would have been perfect. The night before the race, Freddie Sittock got announced that he was eligible to run for Ireland and, and I just let it all it all mess with my head. A part of a part of being auto selected for the European champs was you had to break two eighteen, but you had to win the national title. And if Freddie Suttuck was eligible for the national title, that it just changed the dynamic of the race for me. And so twelve miles in, I chase after Freddie Suttuck and in doing so hurt my own chances of running well. I think at mile 20, I might be probably two minutes ahead of the the next Irish person that I was supposed to be running with. And at this point, I'm probably on for about 2.15.30. I've absolutely ruined my chances of having a good day by letting my emotions get in the way. And basically, I had, I had to learn a really hard mistake that um, stick to your plan at all costs, no matter what happens in those 24 hours, 48 hours, unless you're hurt or something like that, stick to your plan. And so I tweeted this around the time of London Marathon. I essentially tweeted and said, look, guys, if you're training for a marathon, write down a logical plan one week before the race and then stick to it. I had a, a conversation in November with my uh, sports psychologist and he asked me, what speed do you need to run in this next marathon for it to be like a successful day? And we talked about, basically we talked about that what, what sort of result would be good and what would it do for me, et cetera, et cetera. Sorry, I was doing some sit-ups. Um, so the idea was that, um, of course, I'd love to run 211 or 212. That would be amazing. Who wouldn't? But we talked about what would be the most achievable goal that would do the most for me. And with that in mind, we thought, look, as each year has gone by, I've ran about a two-minute personal best, and we ended up coming up with 214. 
we said to ourselves, you know what, 214 is a really achievable goal. Um, if you look back to London, I ran 215. My preparation wasn't perfect. It was really hot that day. So potentially that was already a 214 something day. Um, I've now trained for longer. I've ran faster over 10K. This has been a better buildup. 214.00 looked really good. It looked attainable, an achievable goal. And um, by running 214, it it should pretty much guarantee selection for Doha World Champs. Um, obviously, other Irish guys will try to run faster and could run faster. However, I don't think an Irish person has ran under 214.30 in the past eight years, maybe 10 years. Maybe somebody can correct me on that. Um, so it seemed logical to me that 214.00 would be the kind of time that would guarantee Doha, it would be another PB, and it would be a step in the right direction. So probably tonight, I'll open up my notes in, um, on the MacBook. I'll write down my plan. I'll write down why that's a logical plan. And in a week's time, when my emotions are going wild and... I, I'm already thinking about 212. I'm already thinking, what would 66 be at halfway? Maybe I should go with that speed. Maybe I'm wasting an opportunity here. All this nonsense. That's what's going to happen over the next week. Um, my brain's going to go crazy. And because I'll have written the plan down tonight, when I'm still thinking somewhat logical, um, it means in a week's time, when I come back and look at that plan, I'll, I'll know why I'm going to run at 67. Um, I might feel pretty comfortable, but what, what's, the, what's the problem by feeling too comfortable in a marathon when you get to 20 miles? I probably won't. Look, 214 is still really tough. It's still a big performance. It's still a bit of a step forward, but it's an achievable performance, and that's what's important. So that's kind of a tip, um, not only for marathons, but other races too. Don't let your emotions fuck with your race plan. Don't let logic get thrown out the window because of your emotions in the last few days. Don't show up to a local 10K hoping to break 40. And because you've been ahead of somebody in training and because they say that they want to run 37, you change your goal. Don't do that. Go break 40. Go run 39.30. And if it feels too easy, what a disaster. What a terrible day. You come home, you run your 39.30. And then a couple of weeks later, you go and you go again. It's all, it's all learning. The worst, the worst outcome is when you reach too far. And instead of breaking 40, which you wanted to do, you, you end up struggling. You end up dying. You, you end up running 41.30, hitting the last mile or two of the race. You carry this negative energy onto your next race. You carry this negative energy into training. And that's no good to anybody. That doesn't help with consistency. So that's pretty much one of the one of the things I'll be doing tonight is setting up that new plan. Um, and that's what's going to hold my emotions in check next Saturday night. I can have a look back at that and I'll stick to that plan. And you guys can all hold me to that. If you're following or you're tracking and you see me go through halfway, anything quicker than I'm going to say like, 66.50 because I mean 10 seconds but hopefully more like 67.03 um, 
you guys can shout at me if I don't achieve my goal. Probably around mile 18 to 20 is when I've decided if things are feeling good, I can start to um, put the hammer down a little bit and start to squeeze the, the effort a bit more. But certainly up until 18 miles, I have no intentions of doing anything, but I think it's 506.8 per mile or something like that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Another thing that I've basically been doing is I told you guys about a bit more stretching, a bit more rolling, just trying to iron out anything that might be a bit tight. Also, hygiene is really important. So over the next week, um, I got some vitamin C today, a bit more vitamin C. I, I don't feel any illnesses right now, which is great, but certainly keeping your hands clean. If you're going to be going to a public gym or a public spin class or anything like that, I think it's very important that you're looking at things like hygiene and um, when I very first did a questionnaire for Sports Institute Northern Ireland, one of the things that I asked on it was a couple of things like, when was your last dental checkup? That's something I've been lacking over the years, but have now taken care of. Um, things like, when was the last time you cleaned your phone cover on your phone? When was the last time you cleaned your fridge handle door? And these are all things that we should be doing, but we very rarely take care of. Um, and I think that's really important that people listen to that and certainly the last week, but actually it's something that you can put in place all the time, a little bit better hygiene. And I'm not saying people, I, I'm just lazy with things like that and I don't prioritize it. And then all of a sudden, what if I got a stomach bug this week? What if I got a cold? I still might, but at least if I've done everything that I possibly can to prevent it, that gives me a much better chance of like not getting a cold, you could say. Um, some of the other things I do, I mean, one of the things I want to touch on is like, like, am I nervous, for example? And I don't, right now, I don't feel nervous. I think I'll, I'll get a bit nervous. I was a bit more nervous towards the end of last week. There was still like, there's still like a hard enough um, threshold, a long enough, sorry, threshold run to do Friday. Um, but I, when you're, when you're happy in what you're doing, so I'm just really happy in my, in my life and I've accepted I'm, I'm a runner. I've accepted I can be a pretty good runner if I focus and dedicate myself. And I just look, there's no guarantees in this sport. I, I can honestly hold my hand to my heart and say, I think I prepared for Houston as well as I possibly could. It, it wasn't perfect. Not at all. I had three illnesses, the quad hurt for a little bit and, and look, this happens. Um, but I tried, did I try my hardest? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I put 110% into this. And so how can I lose if, if I stick to the race plan, if I hit the splits that I think can create the best result and I don't achieve the result that I wanted to, like nothing changes. I, I, I finish the race. I put on my compression tights. I drink my recovery drink and life goes on and, and nothing changes. I'll keep living this life and I'll look forward to the next opportunity to try to go again. And it's not, it's not weakness thinking like that. Like I am, I am very sure that I'm going to have a really great day. I'm very sure that I'm ready to have a really great day. And based on everything I've learned for previous marathons, 
I've I've done that in training. I've implemented that in training. And so honestly, I don't feel like it can't go well, but you're human and running's running and anything could happen. So I'm I'm prepared for that. And like I say, I think if you get yourself in a better mindset and you're running because that's what you love doing, you're you've just become invincible. You can't you can't lose. It doesn't matter if you have a bad day. It was it was just a race. It was just a test. You you did a preparation and then you went and tested it and it either works out or it doesn't. And once you're once you're content with what you're doing, it's just a really fun position to be in. It's it's a cool place to be in. And I think before I used to rely on race results to justify why I was still running. And I guarantee there's a lot of people listening to this or in this spot right now. They've said to themselves, okay, this next marathon's my last. If it doesn't go well, that's it. I'm done. You're, you're not even giving yourself a chance. Like it might go well, but it might not. And it might, it might not have been your fault. Like I think that's bullshit. And, and when I was living in that mind frame, it, it just wasn't right. You need to be running because you, you genuinely enjoy running. Don't stop thinking about PBs. Stop thinking about winning. Stop thinking about money. Think about what running does for you outside of any of those things. What happens when you go for a run that you didn't want to do and you come back, you finish your eight miles and you have this big smile on your face and you're drinking a cup of tea and you're having your dinner and you feel good about yourself. That's running. It, you don't need the PBs. You don't need the money. You don't need running is is pure it's honest it's hard but it's it's equally it gives you something back every day that you do it and i think that's what people forget i certainly forgot that um and so it's quite fun for me now sure i get these great results and sometimes it goes really well and when i've prepared well it usually goes well but i also just enjoy the day-to-day good feeling that it gives me the sense of achievement when i when i stepped away from running and i i wasn't getting that good feeling like that like that feeling of overcoming something when you don't want to get out the door, but you do. And then you, it's tough during the run, but you stick it out and you come home and you think, yeah, I'm a fucking legend because you did it. And other people might have give up and you didn't, no matter what you had going on that day or how upset or, you know, you, you know, the feeling you're really upset. You've had a shitty day and you go for a run, you come back and you just feel a little bit better about yourself. And so take the pressure away, take the stress away, figure out why you run start to consider that running has given you far more than you ever known that you were ever paying attention to all those good feelings the fact that you can eat that cake and drink that coffee and not feel bad or whatever it's given you a hell of a lot more than you thought so that's pretty much where i'm at um it's it's a case of getting the next week done i'm excited i'm I'm looking forward to race i'm excited that everyone's now following that I've loved everybody's messages. Honestly, feel free. I, I've replied to, I'm pretty sure everyone, and it doesn't, it's not a chore. It's just, I'm, I like that. Um, I have a couple of new ideas how I might be able to help a bit more, perhaps when I'm home, um, visiting a couple of clubs and maybe taking like a group session or a Tuesday night marathon session and maybe holding a little Q&A or something after the session, just, just in case anyone like, wants me to look over what their club does or the warm-up or the session itself and um yeah look just put a face to these these audio podcasts um but yeah maybe that's something to think about certainly for february or onwards but look guys enjoy what you're doing can't stress that enough it's not enjoyable every day but 
it can be a lot more enjoyable if you're not fighting against yourself. I think that's what a lot of people are doing is not even allowing themselves to enjoy it because they're too concerned with what the GPS is saying or things like this. Just just let go a little bit. Try to enjoy it more. I, I've told everybody, put put a couple of goals in place. Talk to yourself about how the next month is going to go a little bit better than the last month. And, and I really think everybody can... There's always room for improvement. If you need to message me, you want to talk a bit more about the whole week I'm going to go through little bits about maybe what I'm doing that day. Today just happened to be gym and tonight just happened to be that race plan, putting it in place and then having a read like with a, in a week's time, having a wee look over that and, and making sure I stick to that and not letting my emotions get in the way. There's always a long-term plan and that's important to have so you don't get too excited too quickly. And then, yeah, look, before we know it, a week will have passed, Houston will be over and the show goes on, we start talking about what happens next. And that's really exciting. So, um, look, everybody have a good day. Don't don't let the weather or whatever else is going on get you down. Remember everything I've been saying. I still need to get that PDF sorted, but I'm, I'm going to get to that. So, yeah, look, guys, have a great week.